Welcome to the Lead in Davis podcast. My guests today are Brenda Gleed. Say hi, Brenda. Hi. <laughs> Katie Fredrickson. Hello. And Hayden Call. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you. Uh, we, I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and the first few are really about getting to know you and really, really peering into your soul. So we'll begin with the first question. The first question will go to Katie. Katie, ice cream or cookies? Cookies. Hayden? Ice cream all the way. Totally cookies. Excellent. <laughs> you know, <laughs> have you had one of those cookie ice cream sandwiches? Yeah. Like with two cookies with they an ice cream? They, yeah, that's not as, not it's as good. Not. It ruins no. a cookie. I, I'm not a picky eater, as you can see. You know, there's I a like really, first of all, we're supposed to answer these really quickly. And now here I am belaboring the cookie <laughs> ice cream question. This is supposed to be cute and be done, but instead we're evaluating it. One time my little brother asked me and he said, this is the most important question in your life. He said, can you really taste the milk or do you just like soggy cookies? And I thought, mm, I don't know if I can taste the milk. I might just like to mess things up and you know, maybe we're built that way as human beings. Oh, you can never dip cookies in milk. Oreos. Oh, no. Totally. The little, you put no. A, you put a fork no in, milk. You put the stuff. fork in. When yeah. the bubbles are done, it's okay, ready. Okay, so he's got the whole recipe. Okay, okay. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Hey, question yeah. number two. Now I want Oreos. Question number two, because we could be here all day with this stuff, with this nonsense. I'm a bad host. <laughs> bad host. Okay. Brenda, if you had 30 seconds on The Voice to win over the judges, what song would you sing to get them to turn their chair? Wow, that's a great question. I'd probably say, if I can turn back time. Oh, by Cher. If I could. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, all please, you get. Please say Not even a full it. third word. <laughs> if I could. Okay, by Cher, right? By like, Cher, okay. yes. Excellent. Yes. That's good. Um, Katie, same question. Back in black ACDC. Okay, back in black, AC. So let's see, Good you're one. a little bit of a screamer. You'd be yeah. a little bit of a. I mean, I'm 80s rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I saw a clip. I always liked the song uh, TNT, right? And it sounded like mm -hmm. such a tough guy song. And then I saw that dude, and he's like four feet tall, and I thought, no. You're not like TNT. They're like a 1980s boys band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, Hayden, Dr. Oh, Call. Oh, boy. You're really going to ask that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd go like, you know, the Champ by Nelly or something like that. Okay. Maybe uh, the Get Up. The Get Up. Have you see, Have you heard that one? No. I can't even tell you who who sings that one, but it's a good one. We'll, well, we'll there he goes. We'll we'll let's stick with the Champ by Nelly then. All right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. My yeah. my son was actually on The Voice. Did you guys know that? No. Oh, I cool. I didn't write this question. Someone else did, but yeah. That's so neat. I've I've What been song there. did he sing? He he was on it two seasons, and the first season nobody turned around. And this podcast isn't about me, so you're never going to hear the rest of the story. Okay. <laughs> Question number three. <clears throat> Hayden, what is your hidden talent? This is scary. I might know what it is, right? But what's your hidden talent? Ooh, talent. I uh, I don't know if I'd I'd call it a talent necessarily, but I I'm definitely like into the the outdoors. I like to say I'm a, a conservationist. Um, others may look at it differently, like, you know, if you're hunting and trapping and stuff like that. But I, uh, I love the, I love, uh, the outdoors and I love all that kind of stuff. 
So I don't know if I, I'd say it's a talent, though, but per se. Do, do most people do it as well as you? No. So, no. You I, I mean, I, so can, I, can, I can skin an animal better than most, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so. a talent. <laughs> I can say that when people say there's more than one way to skin a cat, I have no idea what they're talking about. I do. And I don't know why that matters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Katie, same question. What, what is your hidden talent? Okay, so I have a house full of teenagers. So right now my hidden talent is dancing because that's a lot of fun with teenagers. My kids, my husband may say it looks like Elaine off of Seinfeld, but um, I'm pretty proud of my moves. Elaine off of, have you guys seen the Elaine dance from Seinfeld? Oh, yeah. and so, we'll need her to yeah. prove this a little bit after the podcast. We'll need to see a demo. Okay. I think that's okay. such great acting because I just thought, yeah. you know, you know, sometimes in Seinfeld mm-hmm. you never actually see the thing they're talking about. You just have to imagine how lame it would be. Yeah. But but the but the actress, what's her name? Uh, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, uh, the fact that she came up with a dance that is as ludicrous and horrible yeah. as it is, and get the knees going you know, and the yeah, legs. This would know? ruin her career if she did this. <laughs> <laughs> and and she thinks it's so cool with the thumbs and all that. Okay, anyway. Uh, Brenda, what is your hidden talent? Oh, wow. You know, I think I'm a good listener. I don't, I don't know if it's a, again, if it's if that's a great talent and it's probably not hidden, but but I feel like I can, I'm a good listener. I like to listen and, and ponder before responding and like just get to know others by that listening. So kind of the, the question that I got to Hayden who didn't believe it was a talent that better than most, do you think? I'm, I'm going to say on a scale of one to 10, probably an eight. Awesome. Awesome. We need more of that. Not less of that. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, Brenda, what company product or team has a clear enough vision that you could be a salesman for them? I'd have to think about this for a minute. You know, we started this conversation off with cookies, so I'm going to go with Crumble. And I just had one of the most delicious cookies from there a couple weeks ago. But I think Crumble has has really got their vision vision in place. And, I mean, it's small but mighty. Yeah, it's interesting. We we actually brought in the some of the some of the high ranking uh, leadership of Crumble for our lead our lead in Davis uh, final mindset. Uh, attribute and they and they may do it again. I don't know, but it was fascinating to hear that. Basically, they admitted it. It may not even be the best cookie in the world, but our vision is so tight, and our package and our message is is so tight. So that's great, great. Katie, same question. Um, let's see here. I will go with the food theme. I'd probably go Cafe Rio because I love to, like, yeah, I like their salads. So. I'd go Cafe Rio. I could sell that to anybody. It's the ranch, the green it ranch. Is. It is. It is. With a little tomatillo. Yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. good stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you'd just be like, I really like their salad. That was really it's all solid. you said was, because I really like their salad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's my favorite. <laughs> okay. All right. But it's also that they heat up the tortilla. Uh, they like do. It's, it's Put a and it has a layer of cheese so it doesn't get soggy. It's not in the package yeah. tortilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dressing. You think it's, it's freshly made because they're making it in front of you. Yeah. You know. Wait, wait. Yeah. Sorry. Do you think it's not really freshly made? The, I the dough stuff might not be. That's but it's what like, I mean. Yeah, like the dough. You think the dough is freshly made? I don't know. They do have a mixer, so. Yeah, 
You think that's all a facade to fool us? No, I've seen that mixing. <laughs> okay. They just, they just turn it on every hour or so to make the customers think they're mixing yeah. fresh tortilla batter. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? is we'll it we'll keep that story going. Okay. Hayden. So there's a company called Badlands, and it's a it's a hunting, uh, like, clothing, gear kind of place. It's actually, like, nationally known. It's a well-established brand, but it's outside of Sandy. They, that's their headquarters. But they have an unconditional lifetime warranty on their stuff, and and uh, if you like get a tag and it has it on there, but it's they they want you to use and abuse their gear so that they can make it better, and and you know each year as they get stuff and you have to trade things out because you've used it and abused it, then they they give give you the next thing free and and then you're back at it and it's just it's just a phenomenal. Uh, way of doing things I could totally I mean I do advertise them in a sense because I wear their stuff so yeah that's all so they make just all kinds of clothes backpacks yeah any type of gear do they make clothing pants? pants so if their pants keep or eventually their pants can be made out of metal <laughs> and what's going to happen at what point can you keep pants lasting forever well I mean they'll they'll swap them out you know you do use and abuse the stuff but they even but they do have a few types of material that you i don't know like the names of it but they have like a certain stitching that's like it's so good and um that it like you can't even dye the material so it's like a yellow Mm. stitching that they use and anyway it's just good quality stuff yeah, and they well they they stand by <laughs> it, you know. Well, when they do stand by their product, <laughs> I mean, you know that that's it's got to be valuable and and worth the money. To... Oh, absolutely, and and you'll appreciate this. It, you know, a lot of, most of the stuff is like four way stretch. No, oh. so, like Ooh, I, I, I don't I don't do non four way stretch ever. Yeah, so four way stretch it stretches yeah. all four directions. Oh yeah, all the, north, south, east, west. Okay, great. Well, I don't think they. You know, Cool, that cool, way for women. KUHL is also a Utah company, which I wear a lot of cool. Okay. It's, Does it stretch, you know, also, though? Yeah, also outdoorsy and also yeah. not guaranteed for life. And it is stretchy. <laughs> Sometimes a man puts on stretchy pants just for a okay, All right. Well, excellent. Well, excellent. Um, next question. Uh, Katie, if you were giving a 10-minute TED Talk about the importance of having a vision, which attribute would you focus on? Oh gosh, let's see her. Um, I would probably. And by attribute, I think I mean like pattern. Right, exactly. Focusing on vision. Well, I. I need to figure out like which word I would use for this. Um, I like the word foresight right here when I do this because. When you, if you're talking about vision, you have to see the foresight and the need of all of the stakeholders involved, right? Um, education, you need to look at your students. What are their needs? What have they had past and, you know, what will they need future? Our teachers, too, with how can they implement things and do things? And us as leaders, how can we be that support? So, yeah, I like the word foresight. I think that's it'll help you plan ahead, look for those bumps in the road a little bit. And, um, so when you prepare that vision, all that stuff is in mind. 
Excellent. Excellent. I'd like to see that TED Talk. That'd be great. <laughs> hey, Brenda. You know, um, the word that comes to mind is clarity. And, you know, really looking, I need to have things clear in order to understand where I'm going in the process. And so I need to know, you know, what is that end goal? I've got to have that clarity. I need to know what are the steps that I need to um, pursue to get to that end goal? And who do I need involved? Um, what are the measures that I'm looking at? I'm going to move on to, to, you know, adding in inspiration there because we've got to plan with that clarity in order to get people on board and to get others involved and in, included and passionate about, about the project. You know, we need, we need that clarity, but we need the inspiration, whether from, you know, me as the leader or, you know, others, if, if I'm bringing in others to the team, we need to make sure that we're all on board. We, we know where we're going and we need to inspire each other and others. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely pick inspiration, and then the pattern I'd, I'd pick is intentional and inspiring others to own and execute a plan. I think, I mean, that's what leaders do. They're, leaders are, are great delegators, so to speak, and I think that if you can help inspire and build those that you lead, then, then you and, and things start to run smoothly because everybody knows what their job is and what they're to be doing, and they're doing it, then you become like the facilitator and, and, you know, they can come to you for things, but, but like the, the engine is running smoothly because you've made sure that, that they're inspired, that they can own and execute the, the plan. Well, you just basically did a whole Ted talk. Done. That was excellent. Mic drop. Okay. Mic drop. Awesome. Okay. The next question is really about reflecting, and we're going we're gonna to start where we left off with you, Hayden. Reflecting on the Ferris wheel experience from our vision day, how has perspective influenced the development of your vision? How has that perspective? Man, that's deep, right? Because pers- perspective is everything. And the, I, I love that activity at, at Lagoon for many reasons, but... Um, and we and we talked about this as a group there too. One of the things, one of the greatest shifts I I would argue from in becoming a leader, a, a school administrator, is a huge change in perspective. You as a teacher, you you kind of are in a in a smaller world, and that, and that there's nothing wrong with that. But that as you step into administration, that world gets greater, and and that was simulated at Lagoon when we were on the thing with the horses and what do we call that merry-go-round it's a carousel carousel thank you i was made fun of for saying something wrong i last call it time. a merry-go-round a lot and i've been <laughs> abused so i've learned carousel that. i called it that too so okay. when you're well, on the carousel maybe car- we should just agree that we're going to call it a merry-go-round well i didn't realize Done. there were people snickering about me for saying that so oh, now, they were. now i know yeah okay. i was ridiculed oh, <laughs> but when you're on the carousel or merry-go-round you can see all the details of like the horses and different things right which is really important, but but you also need to be able to step away and get on the Ferris wheel, and you can see the whole park, and you get the big picture, which is also important as a leader. You, you can see all of the moving parts, but at the same time, you have to re- remember not to get so distant that you can't remember the details on the horses. So, its perspective is is huge. You have to have the broad and the the hyper-focused perspective all at the same time. 
used to say, I like, I love that analogy, uh, the idea of not forgetting, you know, the detail of the horses. And I think as an administrator, that's one thing you have to constantly do is inoculate yourself from forgetting what it's like to be a teacher. And then, and then as you, you know, as a superintendent, I have to almost daily inoculate myself from forgetting what it's like to be in a school and what, what it's really about. Cause it's easy to get caught up in, in all of the things, you know, that we have to do. Katie, same question. And maybe, maybe Hayden took the whole thing cause he just did the breakdown, but same question. Well, I'll just give a different perspective on it. So I was in the classroom teaching just two years ago. And so I had that, you know, tight picture of my students and their needs and what I could do to impact my kids, you know. And um, now as I move into administration, I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's a thousand of my kids now. And being able to see their needs, how they interact in all these different settings, um, it's impacted my vision of like the things that I want to implement within seeing how they can work within that tight setting of the classroom or the merry-go-round and in the broad setting of the Ferris wheel so that I need to keep both in mind so that it'll all work. Awesome. Brenda? Oh, I th this is a great question. And going, I'm going to go back to um, clarity. Um, and when I, when I got on the Ferris wheel, I've been on it before, like, many years ago and it scared me and I swore I would never get on that but I had some great peer pressure and I closed my eyes until I you know got around it and I, I kept asking okay are we still moving are we moving I thought we were still moving but we had stopped if my eyes were open I would have known for myself that we were stopped and and then once I did you know kind of peek out my eyes I was like this is, this is not that bad, you know, and then I get into the momentum. I'm like, okay, and then it's over. And I thought I kept my eyes closed for half of that ride. And I thought, well, we can't, we can't do that as leaders. Our eyes need to be wide open. I need to, you know, not be afraid, just going to jump right in. And, you know, that, that experience helped me, you know, a couple weeks later, you know, going to Disneyland and we're in, and I was gung-ho, I'm writing, I'm writing everything. I can do this. And, and so just having that, you know, a couple weeks uh, prior, it, it was motivating to me and exhilarating that I've, I've got to have, I can't have clarity unless my eyes are open. Awesome. Uh, Brenda, we're going to stay with you with this next question. And uh, you really need to follow this rule. What is your personal project in one sentence? My personal project is to... To build, to, build, to build a unifying approach with our students, faculty, staff, to encourage our students to be their best selves, to be kind, be safe, be responsible. Katie? My personal project is establishing and building what we have in place for a multi-tiered intervention system and putting in different supports so that we can make sure that the individual student's needs are met as soon as possible. And um, we can get them the, sort they, the support they need quickly rather than waiting until it's a big problem. This is pretty broad, but it's facilitate student learning. And that's, that's, what, that's what we do. That's what my project always is. Awesome. Okay, last question of our podcast. Um, Brenda. Clarity, 
practicality and inspiration are all essential for a vision-driven leader. Which has been the most difficult to execute in your personal project? Talk about that. Oh, I'm, I'll probably say the inspiration because I I'm, haven't made it to that point yet. I know there's there are certain individuals that that we need on our team to to make that inspiration happen among the adults and the children in the school, and so I'm I'm going to go with that inspiration. Not that, um, you know, we we haven't tried it and it's not successful, but that we're we're just not there yet. Just tipping the iceberg there. Right. And I'm in the early stages of mine, too. I mean, we have up and running, but I think getting to know people, finding out their strengths so that they can help me with that inspiration is really important because we have so many amazing people with different, um, I don't know, I like multiple intelligences that have different intelligences that can strengthen my vision and identifying people who can help me with that so that we're a team has been my big thing. So I think there I'm, I'm with inspiration also. Yeah. And can I just interject? I, I, I would really like to work with you, Katie. I think, you know, listening to your project and what I'm doing, it sounds really similar and, and having that expertise from that secondary level, because essentially we want our elementary students to be prepared to, you know, move on to junior high, of course. And, and so I, I'm really excited that, that we're together so I can, I'll there be you sending go. you a message. <laughs> Yeah, that's the magic of Leiden Davis. So we need we need more of that. So when when I answer that project question, I I didn't realize you're talking about like our specific Leiden Davis project. I thought you were just kind of like, you know, like what are you philosophy and uh, in, in what we do. But so you gave me the wrong answer. Yeah, I did. You know, so you know, rewind that one. But so I I'm actually it. It's kind of what I talked about with inspiring and that that intentional being being in intentional and inspiring others to own and execute a plan and at Viewmont in particular um, I'm working with our athletic department to just to make things more streamlined and organized and kind of the, the processes are um, you know what's the word uh, it, it, I mean literally on paper so to speak so yeah that's that's all I got, buddy. Okay, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to analyze that through the uh, through the lens. Well, and I th- I think one of the challenges always as a leader is the inspiration piece, and and it, and again, we we kind of separate inspiration and practicality, but inspiration is also fairly practical. I mean, you're you you have to have it all together, um, and I get that you have to, you have to have, they have people have to get the big picture to be inspired by it, and. I think that's one of the challenges in leadership. It's really taking complex things and simplifying so that people, because people are doing, they're also doing their current job, which is most of the time instructing in a school. And that's the most important thing. And then we, we, we put in things that are ideally going to help them, but it is one more thing at some level, right? And so if their heart's not in it, if they're not inspired, um, they're not going to do it and they're not going to do it well. And they're certainly not going to try to find every way they can to fit it into what they're doing. So inspiration is really important, but it's, it's, but it's also practical to get things done. Okay. Well, uh, team, this has been a good experience chatting with you today. And, um, I wish we had an hour, but we have 20 minutes together and, uh, maybe another time we, we should get this group together. It sounds Absolutely. like we'll have lots of opportunities. Yeah. This year. Great. 
Um, so I want to thank our guests, Brenda Gleed. From Doxy Elementary. Katie Fredrickson. Fairfield Jr. And Hayden Call. Viewmont High School. Excellent. It's been great talking to you today. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Thank you, Dr. Lambert. Yeah.